Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and The Battle of the Labyrinth, part, chapter 15, part 2. Uh, as just a quick recap, Annabeth, Rachel, and Percy have been looking through a bunch of the maze, um, and I think they found Daedalus's workshop, and, uh, yeah. Quintus, though, our, their missing swordmaster somehow was there. So, I'm just gonna keep on on the next page. You, Anbeth said. What have you done with Dedalus? Quintus smiled faintly. Trust me, my dear, you don't want to meet him. Look, Mr. Traitor, she growled. I don't, I didn't fight a dragon woman and the three Bodied man and a psychotic sphinx to see you. Now where is Daedalus? Quintus came down the stairs, holding his sword at his side. He was dressed in jeans and boots and his counselor's t-shirt from Camp Half-Blood, which seemed like an insult now that, he, that we knew he was a spy. I didn't know if I could beat him in a sword fight. He was pretty good, but I figured I'd have to try. You think I'm an agent for Kronos, he said, that I work for Luke. Well, duh, Anbeth said. You're an intelligent girl, he said, but you're wrong. I work only for myself. Luca mentioned you, I said. Garyon knew about you. You've been to his ranch. Of course, he said. I've been almost everywhere, even here. He walked past me like it was no threat at all and stood by the window. The view changes from day to day, he mused. It's always someplace high up. Yesterday, it was from a skyscraper overlooking Manhattan. The day before that, there was a beautiful view of Lake Michigan, but it keeps coming back to the Garden of the Gods. I think the Labyrinth likes it here. A fitting name, I suppose. You've been here before? I said. Oh, yes. That's an illusion out there? I asked. A projection or something? No, Rachel murmured. It's real. We're really in Colorado. Quintus regarded her. You have clear vision, don't you? She reminded me of another mortal girl I want. You remind me of another mortal girl I knew once. Another princess who came to grief. Enough games, I said. What have you done with Daedalus? Quintus stared at him. My boy, you need lessons from your friend on seeing clearly. I am Daedalus. There were a lot of answers I might have given from I knew that or to liar. To liar or yeah, right, and I'm Zeus. The only thing I could think to say was, But you're not an inventor, you're a swordsman. I'm both, Quintus said, and an architect and a scholar. I also play basketball pretty well for a guy who didn't start until he was 2,000 years old. A real artist must be good at many things. That's true, Rachel said. Like, I can paint with my feet as well as my hands. You see, Quintus said, a girl of many talents. But you don't even look like Daedalus, I protested. I saw him in a dream, and... Suddenly a horrible thought dawned on me. Yes, Quintus said. You finally guessed the truth. You're an automaton. You made yourself a new body? Percy, Hanbeth said uneasily. That's not possible. That that can't be an automaton. Quintus chuckled. Do you know what Quintus means, my dear? The fifth in Latin, but this is my fifth body. 
the swordsman held out his forearm. He pressed his elbow, and part of his wrist popped up, open, a rectangular hatch in his skin. Underneath, bronze gears whirred, wires glowed. That, that's amazing, Rachel said. That's weird, I said. You found a way to transfer your animus, animus into a machine, Hanbeth said. That's not natural. Oh, I, oh, I assure you, my dear, it's still me. I'm still very much deadless. Our mother, Athena, makes sure I never forget that. He tugged back the collar of his shirt. At the base of his neck was the mark I'd seen before. The dark shape of a bird grafted into his skin. A murderer's brand, Anbeth said. For your nephew, Perdix, I guess. The boy you pushed off the tower? Quintus' face darkened. I did not push him. I simply made him lose his balance, I said. Let him die. Quintus gazed out of the windows at the Purple Mountains. I regret what I did, Percy. I was angry and bitter. But I cannot take it back. Athena lever and Athena lever never lets me forget. As Perdix died, she turned into a small bird, a partridge. She branded the bird's shape on my neck as a reminder. No matter what body I take, the brand reappears on my skin. I looked into his eyes and I realized it was an, I realized he was the same man I'd seen in my dreams. His face might be totally different. But the same soul was there, the same intelligence and all the sadness. You really are deadless, I decided. But why did you come to camp? Why spy on us? To see if your camp was worth saving. Luke had given me one story. I preferred to come to my own conclusions. So you have talked to Luke? Oh yes, several times. He's quite pers persuasive. But now you've seen camp, Annabeth persisted. So you know we need your help. You can't let Luke through the maze. Dudless set his sword on the workbench. The maze is no longer mine to control, Annabeth. I created it, yes. In fact, it is tied to my life force, but I have allowed it to live and grow on its own. That is the price I pay for privacy. Privacy from what? The gods, he said, and death. I've been alive for two millennia, my dear, hiding from death. But how can you hide from Hades, I asked. I mean, Hades has the furries. They do not know everything, he said. Or see everything. You have encountered them, Percy. You know that is true. A clever man can hide qu uh, quite a long time, and I've buried myself very deep. Only my greatest enemy has kept after me, and even him I have thwarted. You mean Minos, I said. Daedalus is not. Daedalus is not. He hunts me for... He hunts me relentlessly. Now that he is a judge of the dead, he would like nothing better than for me to come down there before him so he can punish me for my crimes. After the daughters of Coculus killed him, Minos's ghost became, began torturing me in my dreams. He promised that he would hunt me down. I did the only thing I could. I retreated from the world complete, completely. I descended into my labyrinth. I decided this would be my ultimate accomplishment. I would cheat death. And you did, Annabeth marveled, for two thousand years. She sounded kind of impressed, despite the horrible things Daedalus had done. But just then, a loud bark echoed from the corridor. I heard the ba-bump, ba-bump, ba-bump of huge paws, and Mrs. O'Leary's bounded into the workshop. She looked at my face once, then almost knocked Daedalus over with an enthusiastic leap.
There's my old friend, Dedalus said, scratching Mrs. O'Leary behind the ears. My only companion all these long, lonely years. You let her save me, I said. That whistle actually worked. Dedalus nodded. Of course it did, Percy. You have a good heart, and I knew Mrs. O'Leary's liked you. I wanted to help you. Perhaps I I felt guilty as well. Guilty about what? That your quest would be in vain. What? Annabeth said. You can still help us. You have to. Give us Arachne's string so Luke can, can't get it. Yes, the string. I told Luke that the eyes of a clear-sighted mortal are the best guide, but he did not trust me. He was so focused on the idea of a magical item. And the string works. It's not as accurate as your mortal friend here, perhaps, but good enough. Good enough. Where is it? Annabeth said. With Luke. Dedalus said sadly. I'm sorry, my dear, but you are several hours too late. The chill, I realized why Luke had been in such a good mood in the arena. He'd already got the string from Dedalus. His only obstacle had been the arena master, and I'd take care of him, of that for him, by killing Antius. Kronos promised me freedom, Quintus said. Once Hades is overthrown, he will set me over, he will set me over the underworld. I will reclaim my son, Icarus. Icarus. I will make things right with poor young Perdix. I will see Minos' soul cast into Tartarus, where it cannot bother me again, and I will no longer have to run from death. That's your brilliant idea? Annabeth yelled. You're going to let Luke destroy our camp, kill hundreds of demigods, and then attack Olympus? You're going to bring down the entire world so you can get what you want? Your cause is doomed, my dear. I saw that as soon as I began to work at your camp. There's no way you can hold back the might of Kronos. That's not true, she cried. I am doing what I must, my dear. The offer was too sweet to refuse. I'm sorry. Annabeth pushed over an easel. Architectural drawings scattered across the floor. I used to respect you. You were my hero. You you built amazing things. You solved problems. Now, I don't know what you are. Children of Athena are supposed to be wise, not just clever. Maybe you are just a machine. Maybe you should have died 2,000 years ago. Instead of getting mad, Daedalus hung his head. You should go warn your camp. Now that Luke has the string... Suddenly, Mrs. O'Leary's pricked up her ears. Someone's coming, Rachel warned. The doors of the workshop burst open and Nico was pushed inside, his hands in chains. Then Kelly and two Lashagonians marched in behind him, followed by the ghost of Minos. He looked almost solid now, a pale, bearded king with gold eyes and tendrils of mist coiling off his robes. He fixed his gaze on Daedalus. There you are, my old friend. Daedalus's jaw clenched. He looked at Kelly. What is the meaning of this? Luke sent his compliment. Sends his compliments, Kelly said. He thought you might like to see your old employer, Minos. That was not part of our agreement, Dedalus said. No, indeed, but we already have what we want from you. So, and we have other agreements to honor. Minos required uh, something else from us in return to over this fine young demigod. She ran a finger over Nico's chin. He'll be quite useful. And all Minos asked in return was your head, old man. Daedalus paled. Treachery! Get used to it, Kelly said. Nico, I said, are you okay? He nodded morsely. I, I'm sorry, Percy. Minos told me you were in danger. He convinced me to go back into the maze. You're trying to help us? I was tricked, he said. He tricked all of us. I glared at Kelly. Where's Luke? Why isn't he here? 
The she-demon smiled like he was, like we were sharing a private joke. Luke is busy. He's preparing for the assault. But don't worry, we have more friends on the way. And in the meantime, I think I'll have a wonderful snack. Her eyes chain, changed into claws. Her hair burst into flame and her legs turned to their true form. One donkey leg, one bronze. Percy, Rachel whispered. The wings. Do you think... Get them, I said. I'll try to buy, I'll try to buy you some time. And with that, all Hades broke loose. Annabeth and I charged at Kelly. The giants came right at Daedalus, but Mrs. O'Leary's leaped his defense. Nico got pushed to the ground and struggled with his chains while the spirit of Minos wailed, Kill the inventor! Kill him! Rachel grabbed the wings of the wall, off the wall. Nobody paid any her any attention. Kelly slashed at Annabeth. I tried to get to her, but the demon was quick and deadly. She turned over tables, smashed inventions, and, would us let, and wouldn't let us get close. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw Mrs. O'Leary's chop her fangs into Giant's arm. He wailed in pain and flung her around, trying to shake her off. Deadless grabbed for his sword, but the second giant smashed the workman with his fist, and the sword went flying. A clay, a clay jar of Greek fire broke on the floor and began to burn, green, green flames spreading quickly. To me, Minos cried, spirits of the dead. He raised his ghostly hands and began in the air and began to hum. No, Nico cried. He was on his feet now. He somehow managed to remove his shackles. And do not, you do not control me, you fung, young fool, Minos sneered. All this time I've been controlling you. A soul for a soul. Yes, but it is not your sisters who will return from the dead. It is I, as soon as I slay the inventor. Spirits began to appear around Minos, shimmering forms that slowly multiplied, soul-fighting into Creighton soldiers. I am the son of Hades, Nico insisted. Be gone! Minos laughed. You have no power over me. I am the lord of the spirits, the ghost king. No! Nico drew his sword. I am. He stabbed, he stabbed his black blade into the floor, and it cleaved through the stone like butter. Never! Minos' form rippled. I will not... The ground rumbled. The windows cracked and shattered to pieces, letting the blast of fresh air. <clears throat> A fissure opened in the stone floor of the workshop, and Minos and all of his spirits were sucked into the void with a horrible wail. The bad news? The fight was still going on all around us, and I let myself get distracted. Kelly pounced on me so fast I had no time to defend myself. My sword skittered away, and I hit... My head hard on the work table as I fell. My eyesight went fuzzy. I couldn't raise my arms. Kelly laughed. You will taste wonderful. She bared her fangs. And then suddenly her body went rigid. Her eyes widened. She gasped. No. School. Spirit. And Annabeth took her knife out of the imposter's back. With an awful screech, Kelly dissolved into yellow vapor. Annabeth helped me up. I still felt dizzy. But we had no time to lose. Mrs. O'Leary's and Daedalus were still locked in combat with the giants, and I could hear shouting in the tunnel. More monsters were coming towards the workshop. We have to help Daedalus, I said. No time, Rachel said. Too many coming. She's, uh, she'd already fitted herself with, with wings and was working on Nico, who looked pale and sweaty from his struggle with Minos. The wings grafted instantly to the back and arms. To his back and arms. Now you, she told me. In seconds, Nico, Annabeth, and Rachel and I had fitted ourselves with coppery wings. Already, 
I could feel myself being lifted by the wind coming through the window. Greek fire was burning the tables and furniture, spreading up the circular stairs. Daedalus, I yelled, come on! He was cut in a hundred places, but he was bleeding golden oil instead of blood. He found his sword and was using part of its smashed blade as a shield against the giants. I won't leave Mrs. O'Leary, he said. Go! There was no time to argue. Even if we stayed, I wasn't sure we could help. None of us knew how to fly. No, none of us knew how to fly, Nico protested. Great time to find out, I said. And together, the four of us jumped out the window into open sky. And that was the end of chapter 15. I'm sorry if I read a bit quickly, but, um, yeah. Uh, not much to say more than thank you guys so much for 2.7 thousand downloads. That means 2,000 and 700 times people have clicked a single button because they enjoyed my podcast. That, I don't know. Thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the audio now and all I can see is like, you don't know, like movie, ah, whatever. I can't really explain it. Okay, well, um, see you guys. Love you guys so much. Bye.